This podcast is brought to you by the Village of Bedford Park, your home for business. Over 450 businesses strong and growing with a safe, reliable Lake Michigan water supply. Visit VOBPBiz.com and bring your business home to the Village of Bedford Park. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now, the WBBM Noon Business Hour. WBBM News Time 1203. Great to have you with us for the Tuesday edition of the Noon Business Hour. I'm Cisco Cotto. The Noon Business Hour presented by the Village of Bedford Park. Fall family travel. It is Travel Tuesday. Lots of wonderful places really within a pretty short drive that you can go to hang out with the family this fall. Right now, the preview of the week ahead. Jobs, inflation numbers coming in. Carl Riccadonna, Chief U.S. Economist for Bloomberg in New York. Carl, always good to have you with us here. So we're going to get the producer price data. That's coming up this week. What do you expect? And and tell us about the significance of that number for the recovering economy. Sure. Well, the uh, producer uh, price data will be coming up uh, on the uh, 10th here. Uh, And uh, the the consensus of economists is looking for a a fairly robust print. So about a six-tenths of a percentage point increase just in the month of August, uh, which uh, I guess the good news is that will be uh, a little bit slower than what they saw uh, in the month of July. So uh, perhaps some uh, signs uh, that were hitting kind of the high watermark uh, for inflation pressures. But uh, uh, we have to watch not only what's happening on producer prices, but what's being passed along to consumers. And to this point, uh, we haven't seen much relief in terms of uh, those inflation pressures. We we knew there would be a transitory pickup in inflation this year. Uh, the question is, how long is that pickup? And it seems to be stretching, uh, thanks in large part to uh, energy prices and all of these supply chain uh, disruptions like uh, the chips uh, shortage that that's impacting the auto sector so much, uh, that seems to be drawing out that uh, transitory period a little bit deeper uh, into the back half of the year than a lot of economists uh, initially anticipated. And is there concern on what the Fed may do if those inflation pressures continue longer than they had anticipated? Well, the inflation data certainly is putting the pressure on the Fed to uh, start thinking about normalizing policy, and that would come in the form of uh, not interest rate hikes uh, in the near term, but rather uh, tapering the asset purchases, the quantitative easing uh, that the Fed Fed is engaging in at some point uh, probably later this year. But inflation is only half of the story, uh, and the other side of the story just got a little bit more concerning, uh, and that uh, is the labor market data. And as we saw in the last job report, that was Friday of last week, uh, job uh, creation was much slower uh, in the uh, in the month of August than uh, economists were anticipating. And, and we can see the, uh, the spread of the Delta variant has really taken a toll on the high-touch sectors, uh, the, the sectors that were most sensitive to social distancing, like uh, air travel, hotel and lodging, uh, restaurants, uh, leisure hosp- and hospitality. Uh, the bottom fell out of those sectors. Uh, last month. And that raises some questions about what the 
underlying momentum in the labor market is. And so while the Fed may feel pressured by those uh, that the stickiness of inflation pressures uh, over the course of this year, uh, they're feeling pressure in the other direction uh, from the weakness in the jobs market. Now, one report doesn't make a trend, but if we do see that there's a lot less momentum there, uh, the taper discussion from the Fed could start to shift from a December of this year's story uh, to sometime early in the first part of next year. Thanks so much for all the insight. Carl Riccadonna, Chief U.S. Economist at Bloomberg. Just ahead, what's behind the plunge in cryptocurrencies today? Cryptocurrencies trading sharply lower today. It comes after El Salvador is set to adopt Bitcoin as a legal currency in the country. Is it a case of sell the news? Joining us with the latest, Bill Uliveri, owner of Senecal Capital Management in Glenview. You can find them online at SenecalCapital.com. Uh, Bill, before we talk about the tumble, help us to understand what El Salvador is doing here. It's not like they're getting rid of their other currency, right? But, but they're just saying everyone has to accept Bitcoin. Exactly. This is super exciting for the Bitcoin community because basically when the citizens of El Salvador received their $30 of Bitcoin today uh, at 4 p.m. Central Time, they will likely be holding more deflationary uh, sovereign wealth than 90% of the world's pension plans, pension plans uh, hedge funds, billionaires, international funds own. This is a huge deal. Now, the U.S. dollar is still going to remain the country's main currency, and no one's going to be forced uh, to accept Bitcoin. But, you know, like peer pressure, you're going to see the wealth and people uh, increasing with people that are using Bitcoin, uh, because th the truth is Bitcoin is very inexpensive to use. They're, they're using something called the Lightning Network, which will allow Bitcoin payments to go through the network almost for free. And the president of El Salvador expects that there's going to be a $400 million annual savings in remittance fees from the United States to El Salvador. So this is a huge uptick in, um, in, in wealth generation uh, for, for the people of El Salvador. This is a big, big deal. And yet we have Bitcoin dropping today. Why would that be? This almost seems to add legitimacy to it, and yet the uh, the coins are dropping today. Uh, you know, it's just I think it's a technical sell-off. Uh, you know, Bitcoin is up 77% year-to-date. It's up 372% in the last 365 days as compared to the S&P 500, which is up maybe 31%. You know, uh, in June and July, we had a, a big sell-off in cryptocurrencies. They were down 60% in the oversold territory, which is probably about as low as it gets in oversoldness. Now they're about 70% overbought on a weekly basis. So the average year-to-date performance uh, for those tokens that are held at Coinbase, which is a very popular platform, you know, the average token's up 721% year-to-date. So a little bit of a pullback is not a big deal from our perspective. You know, just a little, just more sellers than buyers today, that's all. And does that volatility of Bitcoin, does that create a challenge when you have a company or a country like El Salvador that says, hey, we're going to make this legal tender here, and yet it's just sort of up and down and all over the place? What's the challenge for consumers who are trying to use this to buy everyday items? Uh, you know, I think the country of El Salvador is going to make it very easy to convert from Bitcoin to U.S. dollars if you, for those people that still want to use it. But really what this has done is this has created a, um, a very easy a savings account in many ways. Because look at it this way. If you were long the U.S. dollar, you're, you're down maybe 45 percent on the year. Uh, every single commodity index, which uh, captures and measures inflation, is up 24 percent year to date. 
So you're down almost 30% if you hold on to U.S. dollars and don't actually own something. And here you've got Bitcoin up 77%. So I don't, I think, you know, I think people are going to attract and use Bitcoin just as quickly as they adopt it to cell phones, smartphones, and the internet. This, we're going to see money transmitting and transferring across the globe at a rate you have never imagined in your wildest dreams. So for most consumers, I should say most investors, you, you got to consider crypto at this point. You, you don't want everything in crypto, but you have to consider it when exactly. countries are adopting it. I mean, it's here to stay. Exactly. You know, my mom, uh, when she was in her 70s, wanted me to email her using AOL. And by the time she was uh, 10 years older in her 80s, she was FaceTiming her grandkids using an iPad tablet. So technology usage starts a little bit slow. But once you get there and you get the hang of it, it moves very fast. And again, I'm not saying everybody, you know, these people in El Salvador, they still have expenses. They have groceries and food and, and everything. But if they can take 10% of their savings and hold it in Bitcoin, there's been no better outperforming asset class in the world in the last 10 years than Bitcoin. If there is, I don't know of any. Yeah, all right. Quite a performance for sure. Thanks so much, Bill Ulaveri, owner of Senecal Capital Management. Just ahead, Marvel's latest release smashes Labor Day box office records. An economy of words. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. It was a record weekend at the box office. Joining us on the McGrath Lexus Business Line, Paul Dergarabedian, senior media analyst for the box office tracking company Comscore in Los Angeles. Uh, Paul, Hollywood's got to be feeling pretty good about this. Cisco, what an amazing Labor Day weekend. Typically a slow weekend for Hollywood, but Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings obliterated expectation that's a new benchmark for Labor Day opening weekend performance, bringing in $75.5 million for Friday through Sunday and for that extended holiday Friday through Monday, $90 million for Shang-Chi. This is about triple the previous opening weekend record for Labor Day weekend, which was set way back in 2007 by Halloween, the horror movie, all those years ago. And theaters, you know, we talk about Hollywood, the people who make the movies, but theaters that have really been hurting throughout the pandemic, they have to enjoy this as well. This is cause for celebration for theater owners that have been just going through the most challenging of times over the past more than year and a half. And this movie signifies that a theatrical first release, which Shang-Chi is, is the best scenario and that this movie then will benefit down the road in about 45 days when it premieres on Disney+. And there have been other movies that have tried day and date, meaning in theaters and on streaming at the same time, on the same day. But I think this movie proves that people want to be safe and secure, of course. Be, they're concerned about their health, but that's their you know, decision how to, how to deal with that. And then they want to go see a movie and have that escapist, entertaining uh, experience and that you can really only get in a movie theater. Yeah, AMC stock up about 6% today, so even Wall Street is liking yeah. this for theaters. Uh, does this uh, give Hollywood, I, I don't know, maybe a, a little more impetus to continue releasing movies as currently scheduled? I, I know there's been a little waffling on that. Well, you know, Sony just moved up Venom uh, by about a week to the beginning of October, and so that's a big a superhero movie, different, decidedly different than, than many of the others. But I think that shows a confidence level uh, by the studios in the movie theater to deliver 
the revenue that, that they need to have their movies be profitable. And if you think about it, this is also a worldwide phenomenon. Shang-Chi brought in almost $150 million worldwide for the four-day weekend, for the four days, Friday through Monday. So these are great numbers. I think this bodes well for the future of the industry as a whole, that the movie theater can survive and has survived everything thrown its way, every obstacle, and come out a winner. This is a great performance, great news for the movie industry. Thanks for all the analysis, Paul. Dear Garabedian, Senior Media Analyst for the box office tracking company Comscore. Just ahead, Travel Tuesday, fun family fall trips. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This is Chicago's all-news station, News Radio 780 and 105.9 FM. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. Good afternoon. Thanks for being with us. I'm Cisco Cotto. These are the top stories on News Radio WBBM. Gun violence across Chicago did not take a holiday this past weekend. President Biden getting an in-person look at the damage left in the Northeast by Hurricane Ida. We'll take a look at what's moving Wall Street, and we'll also check some fall travel ideas close to Chicago for fall family fun. It's Travel Tuesday. On the markets, the Dow down 199. The Nasdaq is up 30, and the S&P is down 8 points. Oil down right about 1.5%. It is back in the $68 range. We have sunshine in most of Chicagoland. However, we have some pretty severe thunderstorms on the way. 85 degrees right now. That is just about where we are, right about our high for the day. It was a violent holiday weekend in Chicago. WBBM's Rachel Pearson tells us six people are dead, 59 others wounded in Chicago. 
shooting since Friday night. The youngest victim of gun violence was four-year-old Michael Moultrie Jr., who was shot and killed while sitting in a Woodlawn home Friday night. Seven other children were shot over the holiday weekend. Chicago Police Superintendent David Brown had this message for adults. These innocent young children should not be the byproduct of your criminal behavior. They should not be. They're innocent. They have a full life ahead of them. Other Labor Day weekend violence includes a man who was shot on the lakefront trail in the Gold Coast. The 28-year-old was sitting on the bike path near Lakeshore Drive Monday evening when he was shot. He was taken to the hospital and listed in good condition. Rachel Pearson, News Radio, 105.9 WBBM. President Biden is getting a first-hand look at the aftermath of Hurricane Ida in New York and New Jersey today. 69 people were killed, many by the historic flooding in the Northeast. CBS Chief White House correspondent Nancy Cordes reports on some the president is also expected to do. He is going to make a case for those two major infrastructure packages, one that has already uh, been voted on by the Senate, another that is still being crafted in the House that he and many other lawmakers argue will be instrumental in helping to make communities more resilient the next time a major storm hits, because we know it is when, not if. Scientists blame climate change for the frequency of extreme weather events, including some powerful hurricanes. It's 1233. News that makes you money. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. The Noon Business Hour is presented by the Village of Bedford Park. Stocks are mixed today. The Dow down 183. The Nasdaq is up 33. And the S&P is down 7 points. Let's see what's going on. Jim Welsh is here, macro strategist and portfolio manager for Smart Portfolios based in San Diego. His website is macrotides.com. Jim, good to have you on the show. What do you make of what you're seeing on Wall Street today? Well, Cisco, I want to be the first to remind you and everyone else that we have 109 uh, days left uh, of shopping before Christmas. Um, And I know that was on top of your mind. Now, really what's going on here is, if you will, some continued fallout from the employment report on Friday. Yes, jobs came in much less than expected, but year-over-year wage growth was 4.3%. And I think that's telling. We're seeing Treasury yields tick higher. And if the 10-year closes above 140 and the 30-year above 204, that would constitute a breakout and, to me, signal that we're going to see higher yields pretty quickly. And so going forward for investors, what do you advise them, uh, given what we're seeing, but also the uncertainty as this Delta variant rages? Well, I think we're seeing some early signs, uh, Cisco, that Delta is peaking uh, and I think what that suggests is another week to two weeks, we will start to see hospitalizations start to come down. Now, what we don't know and won't know for another two three weeks is after Labor Day, how much of a surge is there going to be from you know families getting together with friends, uh, obviously all the sporting events over the weekend. Uh, every time we've had a big surge, it has been preceded you know, by Christmas, uh, you know, uh, Easter, uh, and uh, Passover in March, April. So I think we're going to see another uptick coming. But after that, my guess is we will see 
Delta start to fade. Does this make the stocks in that travel area, I'm thinking hotels, I'm thinking uh, the airlines, the cruise lines, does that make them uh, a little more risky given the fact that we may continue to have these waves? And if that happens, you may have flights that are canceled. You may have cruises that don't get out on the water and well, not as many people using hotel rooms. I think you're 100% right, Cisco, uh, because I think for a period of time, we are we already have seen people pulling back on traveling, going out to, to eat in restaurants. And the other thing I would point out is because Delta really accelerated during the month of August, many of the economic reports we're going to get for August in the next few weeks, I think are likely to come in under expectations. And that could be another you know, factor that weighs on the overall market in terms of concerns that the economy may be slowing more than expected, and that raises some, you know, issues. Yeah, the the jobs numbers, I mean, we'll, we'll get some more detail on jobless claims later this week, but uh, th- there must be this sense on Wall Street that we do have to get more Americans back working again. Absolutely. I mean, you go anywhere and we all can see the help wanted signs. And some of the numbers, uh, education was down 200,000 from July. And the Labor Department said, yeah, we're having troubles with our seasonal adjustment. Uh, Hospitality and leisure were down 600,000. So are we going to see those numbers come back? I believe so. The main thing is wage growth. And I think wages are going to continue to hold up uh, in coming months. And as Powell noted in his Jackson Hole speech, that is one of the key determinants, you know, going out three to six months in terms of Fed policy. So I don't believe that the employment report changes the fact that we are going to see the Fed announce tapering at the November 3rd meeting. That's been my bias uh, for quite a while. Jim Welsh, always good to have you join us. Jim is macro strategist and portfolio manager at Smart Portfolios. Just ahead, it's Travel Tuesday, fall family trips within driving distance of Chicago. Buy, sell, listen. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. It's Travel Tuesday on the Noon Business Hour, sponsored by discoverpeoria.com. Joining us on the McGrath Lexus Business Line with some fall family travel ideas, Cindy Richards, editor in chief of the online family travel magazine, travelingmom.com, based here in Chicago. Cindy, good to have you on the show. Uh, so, we're talking about destinations that are driving, right? So, you don't have to necessarily get in an airplane. Absolutely. You know, uh, road trips are always the preferred method of travel for most families. It's just easier. You have control over your own space and you don't have to buy a ticket for everybody. But I think the fall, I mean, the reward we get for living through a Midwest winter is we get fall and the beautiful colors of the trees. And there's just so many gorgeous places around here to just take a drive and look out the window and see these amazing colors that Mother Nature delivers in the fall. What do you think of a, a place like Starved Rock? Just a couple of weeks ago, I was camping there, and, and I've just, just always found Starved Rock so beautiful. It's my absolute favorite place. You and I, we both love it. It's and, and what's nice about it is it's an easy day trip from Chicago. You can camp there, of course, but you don't have to. You could just get in the car in the morning. You could drive there. You could take a little hike. Um, walk through the the um, through the park and look at the trees and uh, you know it's it's just a gorgeous place to be and in the fall it's it's just extra pretty I think it was always the place has always been the place that we go every fall. Uh, what about Galena? Let, let's talk about it there. It's a place that's normally a a destination for many fall travelers. 
Yeah, I like Galena because of the Great River Road. Um, so that's a that's a scenic byway that you can get on and go north, and it just follows the Mississippi River. And in the fall, it's breathtaking. The the you can see you know the the trees on either side of the river, the the water below you. I I think it's a really special place for a drive. It's not really a day trip because it's too far away. But there's plenty of beautiful spots to stay around Galena as well. And, you know, Galena itself is a, is a really charming little town. You're right. A lot of Chicagoans like it there. A lot of are spots in Illinois. Uh, what about any maybe uh, Indiana, Michigan, you know, kind of outside of uh, Illinois? Yeah. Absolutely. Well, there, there's two that I'll talk about. One in Michigan is actually one that I just discovered a few years ago. Maybe other people have already known about it, but it's called the Tunnel of Trees. Whenever we went up to Mackinac Island or Traverse City, we always stayed on the highway. You need to get off the highway, follow the lake, follow the bay on M119. And there's a there's a section of it that's called the Tunnel of Trees. It's quite famous and it's it's gorgeous in the fall. And if you're going to do it, when you come over through Indiana, take Route 20, get off of I-94, take Route 20 along where the Indiana dunes are, and you're going to get uh, just a preview of the fall colors. And, you know, we're talking about October here. So probably the middle of October is the time to go. You know, it starts in the north. So if you're trying to get all the way up to Traverse City and the Tunnel of Trees, you want to start earlier in the month. But, you know, if you're talking about Indiana or even going to southern Indiana, um, the thing my family always did from the, you know, my earliest memories, I can remember getting in the car and going down to the Covered Bridge Festival, which is in uh, southern Indiana, south of Indianapolis. There's 31 covered bridges. They give you, you can download a free map to do driving tours. And it's uh, it's like a throwback to uh, in history to drive around and see all these covered bridges. A lot of great opportunities. Thank you so much, Cindy Richards, Editor-in-Chief of TravelingMom.com. That's Travel Tuesday. This time tomorrow, Personal Finance Wednesday. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 